Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. My name is Christian. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. And I need to apologize for the last like three weeks. Um, I'm trying to be a prominent member of a DL, I mean a uh, PC gaming podcast, but I don't play any video games anymore. <laughs> I'm so fucking busy, you know. Um, I finally did play some this week, um, so that's good. Um, and also last week, I was so tired, I don't remember doing the podcast. Right after the podcast, I slept for like four hours, so that was great. Um, but yeah, I was super tired. I woke up, I fucking did the podcast, went back to bed. And um, I'm not going to say it's not going to continue, too, because um, I mean, I might buy a house for an investment property. And if that happens, I'm going to be ultra busy for like two months uh, trying to get it all ready for renting and stuff. And it's an hour and a half away, so that makes things even harder. You guys have to rip out the inside and redo it or? What's, no, what's it's not nothing crazy. Um, you know, paint and maybe some new, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like air conditioners and stuff, appliances and, yeah. and um, new furniture. I thought you were going to say duct work and I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah. You're such a, you're such an estate owner, Emilio. You know, you're such we'll a. We'll see, man. It is an acre. It is an estate. Almost. <laughs> oh, wow. I yeah. couldn't imagine Emilio as a fucking landlord. <laughs> it's not you a pay it ever. You can't pay it? No, it's fine. It's good. No worries about yeah. it, man. <laughs> pay when you got the money. Yeah. <laughs> Grow something but on just, these acres. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Um, you guys, what's going on in your lives? Christian, we haven't talked to you. Have you been around? I can't tell. Yeah, I haven't been around, no. I got off two super busy weeks at work because it was Gamescom and then PAX. Uh, both attended, and I'll talk about a little bit of it later, but I haven't had what? a lot of time to play games. Sorry? You went to Gamescom? No. No, 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 but I was doing work for Gamescom, but I did go to PAX, oh. which was really yeah, cool. Yeah, so. yeah, you're going to talk about that a little later, yeah? Yeah, I'll talk about that. Oh, and I just had one of the worst shits of my life, so that's where I'm at mentally and physically. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> totally well, you have a nice poker face, dude. You're not showing any of it, you know? Thanks. And that's yep. what's important. It's all below uh, the belt of the problems, though. You know. So. Anything new, Bobby, Nick? Nothing new in my life. I'm still going to school. Uh, that's been pretty interesting. Uh, Schoolwork hasn't been too too time-consuming. It's about an extra hour and a half to two hours of work a day. So not too mm. bad. Nice. Yeah, I'm off to a good start so far. <clears throat> Beginning of the school year, you know, it's always crazy. But all things considered, it's actually been pretty smooth. So I'm doing okay. Doesn't mean I'm not like unbearably busy but uh it's still not as bad as it was last year yeah well i mean it was your first year last year you're not only did you have a lot of work but you're learning the executive side of the school district you know yeah this well we had ever. some we had some problems last year we had a crisis or two <laughs> yeah that we had to yeah. deal with but you didn't have crises this year because you're on the team now see um yeah i mean fingers crossed i keep saying that i'm just like oh boy something's gonna happen but i don't know <laughs> we're three weeks in so it's pretty good i'm in a new position and the guy who's filling my old position starts on monday so i can start handing off some Did you get a promotion um yeah sort of like a month or two ago yeah i, I moved up to a new position i'm climbing the corporate ladder yeah, but this guy, so he emails me last week and he's like, you know, I just want to get a general idea of your day to day and your responsibilities. And I 
I responded with uh, what I would call a short novel, I guess. And I'm hoping I didn't scare him off because this is actually a lateral move for him. Uh, um, it's not really a step up. I mean, he he won't have to run around as much, but and he'll be able to do like it, it'll be a good segue if he wants to move into this department or move up. So it is technically good for him. But it wasn't like when I got this position, it was like a real big deal for me. Hold on. Hold on. I uh, I love the conversational tone of this episode. I don't think we've talked at length about our lives to begin before. And some I wanted to segue into video games. And I was thinking, have we ever talked about our first screen names? Is that a horse that's been beaten to death, what the first screen names we had were? I mean, we have, but we can go, oh, our first. Oh, you mean our not- first screen names or the ones yeah. we currently have? No, no, no. The first one, like I made mine as a kid. Uh, and it was so stupid, and I assume everyone's was stupid when they were a kid. Um, I mean, yeah, mine I will not surprise you. I was my... an adult. <laughs> but go ahead. Um, when, yeah, I never really had a, a screen name. I would always just put Bobby, and then there'd be a bunch of numbers after it. And that was <laughs> it. That yeah. doesn't This is coming from the guy who named himself Dwarf Paladin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty much. And uh, I remember Chad, like like the first time Emilio and I <clears throat> were playing online, it was like, I think the first Borderlands and some TF2. And I remember Chad commenting on that when uh, when we were playing Borderlands, like, what's up with that screen name? What, was, what were, were the numbers? Bobby, blah, blah, blah at that point? Um, the, the numbers the are numbers 7, four, two, one, three. No, it, that was for my AOL Instant Messenger, my AIM. Uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know. It was just a bunch of random numbers I came up with. Do you ever meet a girl on AIM? Bobby? Uh, no, but I would like talk to my my girlfriend at the time on AIM a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, dude, man. AIM, dude, you don't even know. You, you young folk, you don't yeah. even know, dude. Imagine, AOL, ASL check, hello. <laughs> imagine, you all, imagine all social media, all web browsers, and all... Uh, all internet access ISP was all one company. That was it. America Online did all of it. It was everything. Half of it didn't work, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then Yahoo, uh, and then Yahoo came in, and then kind of oh, shook yeah. things up. Yahoo Chat. Yeah. The next first screen well. name. Uh, it was literally the letter N, and then my last name. <laughs> what the? What's what? wrong with you guys? <laughs> oh, I guess like your well, first email that you set up probably would be something. No, like yeah, that. well, yeah, it was for so like my mom had to make an email for me for school, and then it was like also a username for like chat, and I was like, what? And I'm like so young, I'm like, why do I need this? But as far as like gaming usernames, this is the one that I made for you, like for RuneScape, and that's it. It's Killer Fuzz Zero. Killer oh, Fuzz Zero. For a long time. Yeah, I had is that, that, is that from the movie Killer Fuzz? No, 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 no. I, what it was, I wanted to be a cop as a kid. I'm mm. like, I'm also a killer. So Killer Fuzz. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. What, what was your first one? Uh, I mean, there's multiple. You got to think, right? We were like, we were life adults, but internet children, you know? Right. Because yeah, yeah. the internet was new. Um <clears throat> My first email was Cyber Grifter. Grifter was like a, like a, a comic book character. Yeah. 99. Cyber Grifter 99 was my yeah. first. Uh, and then uh, 
and then after that, I'm trying to think what the next thing was. I remember what it was. Oh, I guess it would be EverQuest, maybe, was the next one. And um, I really liked Omega Red in comic books as well. And so I think it was Omega Red. Yeah, it was Omega Red. That's what I went by, by for a long time. And uh, uh, yeah, that was it. And then nice. at some point, I went by Logic. And another time I went by Ender. And then I put Ender's Logic together. I uh, I had a bunch growing up too, but I used to play this Korean MMO, the free-to-play one, um, and you were Maple a mech. Story? No, you you were like these mechs, and you like PvP'd over control of all these zones. There's like 100 or 200 people in one zone. It was pretty fun. Um, but I, I had like this character that was shot long-range missiles, so I named him Sniper Missile, and I spelled missile wrong. And then, you know... Now I'm now it's just CNIper. That's how that came around. So, dude, uh, thinking about um, spelling things wrong, I sold my City of Heroes account. You know, because I I had sold my EverQuest account twice. I sold the WoW account, I think. No, this is before WoW. I, and then I, I I made a really strong fucking City of Heroes account, and I was like, oh, I can sell it. Well, I spelled it wrong. <laughs> I spelled Heroes wrong, and so some guy just messaged me and he goes, yeah, I had it on eBay. He goes, hey, man, um, what, what, something about your character. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, well, I want to let you know you spelled it wrong. So nobody's <laughs> seeing your auction. He's like, uh, but I'll give you 150 bucks for it. And I was like, all right, so deal. Cool. So I sold it. Sweet. I okay. made like $3,000 on selling accounts. You're such an years. entrepreneur, dude. You really are. I don't even mean that facetiously. Um, let's read some from chat. Got a funny one here. Trojan Explosion. That can't be real. That wasn't your that first screen name. Get, get out of here. Acid burn. That's pretty cringe. I would I would agree that that could be someone's. And then Pyronicus. <laughs> sounds like says, a hate crime, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something. Did you guys ever see that movie Hackers from the 90s? Yeah. Angelina Jolie. So she, her name was Crash Override, I think, was her oh hacker name. And then the main character was Zero Cool. That's what Zero that's what cool. acid burn reminds me of, and they all had they all had funny names. Like one of them was like Cookie Monster or something, or I don't know. Dude, a couple years ago, my brother went to me seriously, and he was like, "What do you think of my? Uh, what do you think of this new screen name? You know, I've always he always just had his first name and last name, and he's like, what do you think of uh, uh, Copious Multitude?'" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, I don't know, dude. It seems a little uh, it seems a little philosophical, physical assault." <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, games that are on our radar, games that have caught our attention, but that we have not played. Bobby's starting us off. What's up? What's up? Entertain us, clown. (laughs) Dance. Dance, buddy, dance. (laughs) We got got our new new show notes when we got the order. We got to stick to the order. Uh, The game I want to talk about is Nine Parchment. So I finished trying three this week. I'll talk about that later. But I realized there was another game that was made by Frozen Bite, I think is the name of the developer. And it was not a trying game, but it is very much in the spirit of a trying game. It, it looks like it. It's wizard, sorcery, all that stuff. And it's called Nine Parchments. And it is a twin stick shooter slash action RPG co-op game. So top down or kind of that angled isometric view um you and up to four friends uh go through levels shooting spells uh destroying enemies there are boss fights um it looks like uh, judged on the reviews I, i read it sounds like there's an interesting mechanic with the uh bad guys where they 
have elemental powers and you have to switch up the spells that you use against them. Um, otherwise they're going to be immune or possibly vulnerable to some of those. Um, but it does have like character progression, which is pretty cool. Um, wide variety of, of spells. So I don't know. It, it is 20 bucks. It came out in 2017. It's a little old. I never heard of this game. Didn't even know it existed. Um, I was talking last week about how you always forget about games and there's no way to remember them. Um, there was one game, me, Chad, and Emilio, and possibly somebody else played this. And it reminded me a lot of this game, Nine Parchments. Magica? And it, and it wasn't Magica, although this does look a lot like Magica and sound like it. This one was not a very popular game. And I think we, especially Chad and I, really tried to um, like make it a thing. Like We were trying to get people on board with it, but it just wasn't happening. Um, and it had a weird name like Shield or Dodge or something like that. Like Something like really generic. I've already tried to find it. Couldn't find it. Maybe I'll find it later. I don't know. The Trojan Explosion. Didn't help you out. But I, I don't know. I, I do like these games. Number one, they're co-op. Um, and I like these um, kind of like Castle Crashers where uh, you can pick it up and, you know, make some make some progress, level up a little bit. Uh, you know, in Magicka too, but Magicka is actually pretty difficult. I, I found that one very challenging. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it could be cool, but I will probably wait till it's on sale. It looks like it was on sale at one point for as cheap as four dollars so you know maybe or, uh, or you can just pass because nobody else is going to play this with you man well i'm looking at the steam page and there are 19 people playing right now so hmm, somebody's dude. out there somebody's out there. 19 potential friends man Congrats. exactly dude and 197 was the peak today so i mean that's not bad for like just a game nobody ever heard of from 2017 no not at all this looks actually interesting uh the art looks very similar to, uh... Yeah, you you could totally tell they probably use the assets from Magicka, and this is uh, 2017. Uh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. Trine. Um, this probably came out around the same time as Trine Three, maybe. Trine Chronology. Yeah, let's see. Trine Three was 2015. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, so this came out in, there in between. Oh, I got really high and I played Magicka with a group of. Just really well-meaning people. And every time I tried to move, those are your spells, W-A-S-D. And I kept lighting my teammates on fire. And then I decided that game wasn't for me. I just didn't have the brain power at the time. That would be a difficult game to play, inebriated. Just so you guys know, um, Magicka is another like top-down or isometric view game um, where you have to do... I'll cut it a stratagem. I'll take it from the other game. Um, planet something hell divers hell divers yeah um you basically have to cast spells so think of almost like a street fighter game you'd have to be like mm-hmm. down down right up and then click and that, that would be your fire tornado or whatever yeah and um what's cool is you can mix with your other friends so if both of you guys do a like nova spell you can combine them because they're kind of like channeled um, laser beams you could put them together and they'll double up and do twice as much damage or you could hit a water one with a fire one there's a lot of a lot of synergies and also not just synergies but um things that were not conducive like you would put out your friend's fire with your water so you have to make sure that you were but you were um, fucking each other up steam. Yeah, they, the steam yeah there was god 
what was that game? Gauntlet. So in 2014, they had that <laughs> remake of Gauntlet. That was a huge flop. And again, that's another game that I just tried to like force the fun out of and it just wasn't happening. But the problem with that one was you had the wizard character who operated just like that, had all these really cool button presses, was very complex and involved, really fun to play. And then the other characters, not so much. And then you had the barbarian who literally like just did nothing. Like it was the most boring. I couldn't, I, I have no idea why they, why they, created the character like that because it was just like the most boring character to play and nobody wanted to play it well if you think of the, the original uh gauntlet <clears throat> that's all it was anyway just point and click wasn't it i mean yeah it wasn't it just an click. arcade cabinet with like three buttons or two buttons like a magical attack and one, attack dude i can't imagine what oh no two one was your magic one uh, was your, your spell potion, and then which was like an explosion that would like it was your oh shit button and then there was the there was the attack button yeah, of course that was in the '80s, though. So yeah, video games back then. I mean, I love that game. Is <laughs> a good so, one. Lots of it was a good like one. This I remember playing it. Slayer edition from 2014. 80 percent, 91 percent positive. On yeah, Steam. Bobby. It was Bobby that was not happy. Yeah, hater. God, <laughs> no, Bobby's no I. You guys are like saying I was the one. I was the one that was just like, this game is good, guys. Just stick with it. Of course, I was playing the wizard. So that's what he's saying. <laughs> I was playing the fun time. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, Christian, did you just look it up? It's 91% of recent, 80% of all time. So it yeah. was still beloved even back then. Hmm. In 2014, at the same game. Bobby 7419 really enjoyed that one, probably. <laughs> God, yeah, that is the game. That's the one, 2014. I guess has, they got a Slayer edition. Well, has let's anybody, play it this week. Um, <laughs> if it's free, else, I'm not <laughs> Has anybody else been to a PAX other than Christian? No. I talked about last week how I really wanted to go to the PAX South, but it got canceled. But, I, yeah. I think we should all go next next year. It was so fun. Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit. So I went to PAX. Uh, I've never been either to any gaming convention. Um, and uh, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I've been to other conventions, so I guess I know a little bit. But, like, dude, I was, like, reinvigorated after. Like, when I came back, I was like, yes, I fucking love video game. Like, they're one of the best things ever. Like, just walking the floor and talking to devs who are just, like, so passionate about all their little projects. And Mm. playing, like, their early alpha builds and having fun. And just everyone around you is watching. You're watching people. You're talking to random people. And you're all talking about what we all love, video games. So... It was fucking awesome. Tickets aren't that expensive. What is it like? One hundred and fifty bucks for four days? Like, come on, oh, the yeah. value's there. The, the hard thing is getting the tickets before anyone else does, right? Isn't that what does it is? Sell out? I don't. He know. wouldn't know. He got a corporate account. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, is it hard I didn't, to get into? I didn't think it was hard to get into. I mean, it looked like there was a, quite a bit of people there, but they have it in four separate buildings in downtown Seattle. Uh, huge buildings. Okay, yeah. So there is quite a bit of space when you're walking around. You're not just like sardined in there. I didn't smell one. <laughs> I didn't smell one bad, like bo, anyone smelling horrible until I went to the tabletop Warhammer area. Yeah. Hell then, yeah, dude! And then it was like it was like it was like when you cook with too much garlic, it just like oozes out of your skin. That's what it was like just walking around. It was just like oozing this terrible smell. Anyways, I met up with Tag and Days, Amanda. Uh, it was awesome. I didn't want to do too many Seattle things because Rianne wasn't there with me. So we just went down to this market. They're like, you want to see the gum wall? And I said, can I lick it? And then they were like, yeah, let's not take this guy to the gum wall. on hyper aids. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I played two games that blew my socks off. So I'm just, 
I can't find these games online, by the way. Like, I have a Kickstarter page and a screenshot. Like, these are early, early, pre-alpha things that I played and I had a blast. So, something called Peggy's Farm. It's a mixture of Stardew Valley and Peggle. Is that not the best idea of all time? Bro, that sounds like a fucking (laughs) scam. Anything with Peggle. Yeah. And I played it. I was like, yep, this is a great idea. Great fucking idea. And, like, every the booth was so busy because everyone agreed and then this other one called ascent rivals i don't know about this name guys maybe you ought to mix that up but uh it's a remake of uh like pod racer uh except it's with a controller and so i'm not a big fan of racing games i haven't played a lot but each engine is a thumbstick so like when anakin oh. is in the pod racer he's pushing both forward and he accelerates that's what you feel when you do it and then when you turn one engine has to go back and reduce throttle and the other has to increase to make like a sharp turn. And there's more guys. The triggers are the weight of the vessel. So if you, you know, in that scene in pod Ra- in episode one, where they have to like, uh, the pod racer fuck goes from, uh, fr- uh, Frisbee. It goes from Frisbee to like straight line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can do that as you shift the weight and there are areas in the course where you have to do that and not just straight lines oh. uh, like uh, quarter turns and everything else so it's like super involved and they said it was going to have like a crafting system races are going to earn you coins and you can like increase customize Ooh. your pod racer and everything so I thought this is fucking good and it was so fun So don't, don't, I, I hear free to play when you say earn coins but Hopefully not. I mean, in the de- well, it could go either way. Um, I want to make a new rule because around here we at DLG we make and break trends. If you named your game, and you can reverse the names, of the words, and it will still mean the same thing. So ascent rifles. If you went rivals ascent, and nobody really like it's the exact same thing. <laughs> like uh, maybe it's trash maybe it's time for a new name. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. It's bad. What, that's a it's good what one. We call that is a great rule, dude. You should do this professionally. Yeah. Oh wait, you kind of thanks, man. Uh, I searched it and like a thousand other things came up, and I was like, "This, this is just not SEO friendly." People like you could name it, and it's like a sick game. It deserves a better name than Rivals Ascent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had this. I had a similar thought about these companies that name themselves but misspell one letter, like Jupiter with a Y. I'm like, that just I feel that's like that SEO friendly. No, it is because if you because see it, it once and you type it in, you can always find Jupiter with a Y, but you'll never find Jupiter. If they named it just Jupiter, that would be dumb. I think. Oh well, yeah, I'm I mean, so glad we have a marketing guy. Uh, yeah, I guess SEO friendly would be the word, but then you always got to explain to people, no, it's with a Y. <laughs> that's your problem with this fucking podcast, name <laughs> You're like, oh, I have to always tell them with a K. It's so annoying. <laughs> If we were, well, I guess we're SEO friendly, though. <laughs> Hell yeah! If we, were, if we were robbing a bank and this was a heist, um, I'd be the muscle. Uh, Nick would be the con man because he lies all the time. Bobby uh, would uh, definitely plan the whole thing, and uh, <laughs> Christian would uh, be marketing for some reason. Yeah. Make, so sure make sure we're SEO branded. friendly. <laughs> yeah. He's Guys. our spin team when we get yeah. caught. What's your favorite colors? We all got to dress appropriately. <laughs> Uh, okay, Emilio, Void Crew. Exciting. What's going on? Void Crew is, I put this on for you and Bobby more than anybody else. Um, Void Crew. Okay, help me out a little bit, guys, because one of the things here I put said, like the like game Bobby and Christian played. 
So um, it's like a Star Trek simulator, four-player co-op running around um, a spaceship and going off and doing adventures in space. Um, what is the game that you guys play that's old? Is it in VR? No, you're talking about Artemis. Um, there's a VR one called no, the one we played and there's one Pulsar called Star Lost Trek. Colony. Pulsar Lost Colony, yeah. Yeah, yeah Pulsar Lost Colony. So, oh, okay, okay. Um, this uh, is in early access. They're trying to do the same thing, it looks like. But the graphics are much better because it's a lot um, a lot newer. And just off the bat, you can definitely notice um, the difference. Um, not to say that it's better because you guys said that there's so much to do in that game. But um, I did notice that there, every device has an off switch. So... Um, <clears throat> Uh, the guns on the side, and now when you use guns, it's kind of like Star Wars, where you sit in a, you know, like a, what do you call that? Like a ball that gun could, gun cockpit, a cock gun, a turret. Yeah, it's called a ball yeah. turret. Yeah, a what? A ball turret. A ball turret. A, a ball cock turret. gun. Yeah, yeah. You sit yeah. I like in one cock of those gun. Shoot. I like cock gun. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> but um, you can anything you're not using you can turn off to divert more power to other things but it looks like you have to physically do it so you have to have people running around and turning off certain things that you're not using i thought that was interesting um there was a little bit of that in um lovers in a dangerous space time yeah Um, yep yeah and so that's always a fun mechanic actually that's in starfield too which is interesting um but yeah, I don't know. This is for you guys. What do you guys? Did you, it looks oh, did great. Did I not put a link? Uh, no, you didn't link it in the show notes, but I found it. Yeah, no, this looks great. Um, it is yeah. four player co op. Uh, Pulsar Lost Colony, I think, is up to six. And just scanning through the reviews and taking a look at the Steam page, it seems like it's a little easier, a little simpler than uh, than that. But still i i think that's okay i mean it can still be enjoyable even if it is simpler that could be but, welcomed it, it does look beautiful though like it looks yeah like it'd yeah, be exciting to the other one, yeah. yeah and it is tough to get like six people to play pulsar with you i've been trying to do that for years now but uh yeah. you can always the role play, play group bobby oh, when no. we role played <laughs> bobby had a voice changer on so he sounded like a robot and he role played as a robot i thought that was novel i thought we were breaking I mean, psychological I just, boundaries you know? i just <laughs> talked like my normal self and i had a robot voice so i guess dude it was pretty crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah you know i love co-op yeah I'll throw this i would love to play this list. how many yeah. people are playing it right now that's the real question can i get into a crew 1700 okay. dude holy crap that's pretty wow. good dude that's wow! How has this, this gone under our? When did this come out? This is strange. This seems too well, good. September seventh. So now, oh. okay. now it's on the official radar. It's gonna be on <laughs> everybody's little generic radars. Oh, I'm excited! Ah, oh, it's early access, but I think right. I think I could buy this. I think I could see myself clicking the buy button. Uh, hey, hey, hey! As we talked about before the show. Okay, uh, yeah, I shouldn't stop. I shouldn't. Stop claiming should, all these things yeah. you're gonna buy. Okay. Because as soon as the show, because nothing's getting purchased. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah. But if, if we run the numbers it, again, because I'll buy it. <laughs> if uh, if we run the numbers again, oh, I'm sure Christian's total Steam numbers of uh, how much you've bought is the exact same it was when we did the the first. Yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah. It just it's, hasn't uh, moved at all. 
Okay, okay. It's less because he refunded something. <laughs> I have a household budget, people. Okay, I have to make it all work over here. Nick, you're playing with your food. Uh, yeah, oh. dude. Every day of my life. Um, so there's a new game. I think it's pronounced Noor, uh, like nourishment. Um, so it's a very interesting looking game. Um, I, I tried to choose a game this week that was kind of like out of my wheelhouse. It's more of an artsy game. Unfortunately, there's no price tag on it. Um, it deals with like a physics engine that seems kind of puzzly. Um, you can like increase the size of things, shrink things, slow down time, uh, like turn off graphics, turn on. Gra- I mean, uh, turn on gravity, uh, re- like uh, increase gravity. All these things. Um, they don't call their levels or their food levels or foods. They call them vignettes. And so, like, there's things from like a gumball machine to like a plate of spaghetti to a bowl of ramen. Um, apparently the game, um, you can just, uh, you can, there's like sort of a story mode where you, you do each, uh, vignette one by one and like things get more complex. Um, not too much is known about that though. Um, but however, there is a dynamic soundtrack that goes with every vignette. Um, and that like kind of, adapts to what you do in the game so like if you cut something in half like a like a top like a top hat of the drums will snap or things like that like it very much adjusts to what you're doing in the game to like go with what you're doing um it so is such it, a trip man this whole thing is going so on here weird it looks good though uh, i mean yeah it looks very pretty yeah graphically it's making art it's making it's making art out of beautiful food oh this game was at pax and i didn't stop and play it it was beside right beside the play date you guys know i love the play date ah cool i would have really liked to know what the gameplay loop is chris so you really dropped the ball there yeah i fucked up sorry guys i was too busy i was spinning the side dial on the play date and i couldn't i couldn't focus on anything else i just love spinning it yeah. If you want my professional uh, estimation on how much this is probably going to cost, it's probably going to be twenty four ninety nine. It comes out the day that this podcast gets released, so September twelfth. Um, but there is a demo for it. Um, we, so we yeah, have to keep track of these this, these guesstimates. I want to. I want to see. Ah, we should graph the guesstimates. Right. You should always do a guesstimate for prices. Yeah. You should always do a guesstimate, and I should always write it down, and then I'll forget in like three weeks. That'll be yeah. enough. So, what do you um, say? Twenty four ninety nine, and you said that was your professional. Got it. Professional. Like professional opinion. estimation. Estimation. Got it. I'm gonna go with nineteen ninety nine. That was my original one, but I think it's too pretty and it has too much time to uh, to to warrant that price. Bobby, hmm. it's at uh, at least wake up Bobby. Bucks. <laughs> How much? And I said at least twenty bucks. Twenty. Okay. Bucks. Well, I just said nineteen ninety nine. So you're going one cent over mine. Is that is that what's happening? <laughs> That's fine. Um, That's fine. That's fine. No, dude. They never list. There's that one game that sells for twenty bucks. What is it? Factorio, or maybe it's like thirty now. But oh. other than that, like no games. They always do the nineteen ninety nine. Wait, what did Nick say? Did he say higher? Twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. Damn. See. Yeah, it's either one of those two. I don't know what I pick. Um, Seventeen ninety nine. There you go. On gonna, sale. There you go. I'm price is right rules, seven, right? Seven dollars in your monies in United States dollar unis. Seven dollar unis. That's what you're saying. 
Oh, I didn't really okay. allowed to play. Okay. Oh, if I'm not allowed to play, I say one thousand dollars. Get out of here, damn it! Okay, Shoot. cool. So next episode, but that was newer. Play with your food. If we remember, we'll confirm the price. That's fun. Ah, oh, a loop from one episode to another. Oh, a tie-in, not a loop. That's exciting. Okay. But just one. Just one. If we do this for multiple, it'll be too much. It's too much, yeah. Highlights. Yeah. Games we have been playing. Bobby has been playing a game. Trine 3. What? Yes, I have. I beat it, in fact. Um, that doesn't... Hey. It really doesn't sound as cool as it was. I, I had gotten so close to beating this game and then just didn't beat it for some weird reason. Same thing with Skyrim. Um, so I just def- decided to finish it this week. Trine 3 like I was saying last week, was the least popular Trine game. People did not like this one. So I think it was the first one they did early access with. Um, and some people felt it wasn't really finished when it was released. Mm-hmm. But it also, I think the big problem people had with it was the uh, 3D space that the characters now moved in. The first ones were, they were 2D, but they were kind of 2.5D. They looked three-dimensional, but it was actually, the gameplay was two-dimensional. Um, not in this one though. In this one, there is that Z axis and it really throws you off every single game that, that does it. All the brawler beat em up games that I play, like, you know, you try to punch the guy, but you're like standing too farther up or too closer in and you can't really tell. Um, in this game, I had to kind of use the shadows to tell exactly where people were at, like what plane they were on so I could hit them successfully. Uh, there's also boss fights in this one. I want to say they were in the other ones, but I can't remember, but I want to say they got, I played trying four and I feel like there wasn't this much Z access depth. No, they got rid of it. Yeah. They got rid of it. I haven't played trying four, but yeah, I heard they got rid of it. It was very unpopular. Bobby, you Uh, and I play trying four. I can guarantee it for at least an hour or two. Maybe we did. (laughs) Uh, Maybe (laughs) they all kind of blend together. I know for sure we played and beat trying two together, but I, I don't remember for, but um, back this in the was... days when you used to like me. Hey, do you know what is going on with the story? I know that three people are in one gem, right? Basically, you're trapped. They're trapped in there because mm-hmm. they all touched it at the same time, right? So... Yeah, I can't remember much about the story. There's the three characters you always play: the knight Pontius, uh, the ranger Zoya, and the wizard Amadeus. No, it starts with an right. A. It might be right. Amadeus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure the stories are nice, but I just, I don't remember any of them. Um, this one, I don't know if Trine 4 did this or if Trine 5 does it as well, but Trine 3 also had an open world. So the other ones were very linear. They're like point A to point B, you move on to the next level. This one, you have this open map and you have to walk around to each one and enter the levels through these little portals. And it's like a game board that you're you're on. Um, you know, it's like the map in Mario 3, basically. Um, but mm. what this game does, too, that was also kind of annoying, is you've got to find these glowing orange pyramids throughout the map. It's not just about solving the puzzle and getting on to the next one. You have to find these, these um, orange pyramids. And they're this type of currency, and you need enough of them in order to unlock another level. So the difficult part for me was that I had beaten this game, like, all the levels, but I didn't have enough of these gems to unlock the very last boss. You need 900. So I had to actually go back and replay levels that I had played before just to collect these little gems in hard to get spots, which I found a little annoying. 
but also in this one, they switch up the animation style. Um, you know, it's a beautiful game. I can't remember what engine they use on it, but I, I think it's like the Rock same fight? one. Yeah, yeah, I think that's Grind it. Tech, I, I remember it was yeah. the same one they used for some of the Battlefield games, I think, the Frostbite engine or maybe Call of Duty. But, you know, obviously very different games. But it looks great. But then some of these levels go into this more hand-drawn, like, sketch kind of look, which which looks cool, too. But, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, I did not like it as much as trying to, even though it's been, like, forever since I played that one. But I guess now that I've... Dude, Bobby, I feel like when Trine 3 came out, I think it was at like the height of their popularity. Not popularity, but like it it was coming off the the heels of Trine 2 and everybody, you know, Trine yeah. 2 was so good. And we're, everybody was waiting to just really let people down. And it's unfortunate because, you know, we're always telling devs to fucking like take risks and stuff. And it looks like they took a lot of risks. I mean, they, they did, yeah. They have all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff here, and it, it fell flat, a uh, flat. And then they, um, you know, at least they had enough resources to come back for trying four and, and five and go back true to form. Maybe yeah. they're bored of doing the same thing, but it keeps selling. You know what I mean? I just looked at the reviews, and there were six thousand um, trying three reviews, and there was ten thousand trying four reviews. So Ooh. yeah, back going back to true to form seems like uh, mm-hmm. worked. And well, Trine 5 just came some out and did it, yeah. has anyone played it? No, no we but... talked about it last week. I mm. I just realized that it came out uh, recently. I had not heard anything about it, but that's why I want to go back, play Trine 3, now I'm ready for 4, and then hopefully 5 in the future. The but whole there... anthology, dude. Nice! <laughs> I do, I like well, Bobby complete it all? <laughs> but, dude, uh, Trine 5 they... has a 96%. Rate. Yeah, I think it seems good. they their craft, dude. Yeah. yeah. But if you look at the number of reviews, it was pretty low. 303? Last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I don't I'm think just gonna he's gonna call Bobby Mr. Brightside, dude. He's like, yeah, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. let's not get ahead of ourselves there, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, these games, something... the appeal of these games is that they're three, not co op, tri op, whatever that's called. They're threesomes. Uh, Bobby, did you have a threesome while you played this game? Did you play it with two other people? And no, I played it single player and switched between the characters. And one oh, okay. problem they did have with trying two, as great as that game was, and I guess trying one to a certain extent, is there's really not much for the knight to do. In fact, the wizard really carried the team. Um, I could definitely tell in trying three, they tried to even the playing field. I found myself using the knight a lot more. There's a lot more combat in it, so you have to use the knight for that. But also like his slow fall, where he uses the shield to break his fall that helps in a lot of places i i know they all i think they all have ledge grabs i i know the knight definitely does but yeah man i think what really happened here i think the early access killed it because they released trying three in this early state and it was super short i mean the the time to beat on trying three is like six hours trying four and trying two are like 10 so i think they released it early and people were just like it's an, it was in an unfinished state and people were expecting a full game. That happens a lot with, um, with early access games, or at least it used to. You know, Now I think we know what to expect. But back then, people were just like, if it's for sale on Steam, people were just like, why is this game not finished? You know, Even if it's got that blue tag on it. But I, I think they, there was just a lot of negative reaction that got ahead of the game and they couldn't recover from that, even though it is, it's a pretty good game. One of the, my most formative gaming experiences was when Emilio 
and John took me through Trine. I've never even I never even heard of Trine before they did that. And I thought the concept was so cool, but I thought the hook because wouldn't it be annoying to have to yourself switch through all three characters? Like, isn't the hook the trio of co-op? No. I mean, that is nice, but no? switching between characters yeah. can be really fun and creative. So, like, what I would do a lot of times, I'd use the I'd use Zoya to like launch myself or swing myself somewhere really high, and then I'd immediately switch to the knight, and I'd use his uh, shield glide. to break the fall and glide down. So, okay, you cool. can you can do some pretty cool things when you're playing solo. Or you, you, have you to switch do it to like... the wizard to do physics, uh, you know, make, you're trying to make, you're making collision in the game. You're making boxes. And, yeah. And, well, in the and, third one, he only makes boxes. He forgot trying to make. <laughs> you're trying to make? Interesting. Trying, trying to make. Sorry. Okay. Keep going. My bad. I, uh, way to kill the five there. <laughs> I couldn't remember what I was going to You killed it so bad that I forgot what I was going to fucking ask. Trying to make, trying to make, oh, come on. That was right. Oh, okay, whatever. All right. No, I, I get, get a it. new producer, G. No. <laughs> Fired. Trying to get a new producer. <laughs> uh, the next game. What about so, uh, Soulstone Survivors? Yeah, so I've talked about this a lot. Bobby's talked about this a lot. It's a, it's a great um, vampire survival game. Uh, maybe the best I, I think it's the best yeah um but i hadn't played it in so long i actually deleted it because you know it's it's so mindless and it's so um i guess i don't want to say unrewarding but like when you play this or any um vampire survival game you really feel like you're not you're wasting time as opposed to other games i don't know that's the way i feel but um so I deleted it because I was just playing it too much and it was taking up too much time. And um, so I saw it, you know, I just ran and we popped up, whatever, when I was searching for something else. And I was like, oh, well, let's see where, oh, this is what it was. I remember. Uh, Bobby, remember we were talking about the, um, I don't know what it's called, the, the ticker at the top of your uh, Steam page. It's just like, it tells you about updates and stuff on your library, right? Mm. So it's telling you the like the most, but I've been curating it, you know, anything I don't care about. I just fucking say, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. So now only things that I actually care about pop up. So Soulstone Survivors was like, hey, our newest update is out. But I know that I've missed six, seven, eight updates. So I was like, eh, let's check it out. So that's what that ticker's for. Things exactly like this. You know, if, if you curate it a little bit, it really, it's going to pay off. And so um, I played it. And I was blown away. I was like, I can't believe they put in this much work. So um, uh, let's see where are we at with my notes here. Um, yeah, I said uh, the devs must have been busy with updates. Um, all the mobs have been replaced with other mobs. Uh, they still have all of them, before, but like all low-level mobs used to be skeletons. And now um, they're like uh, level-appropriate places so like uh if you go to the desert you're talking you're fighting these like egyptian lizards and there's all i mean i want to say i saw 30 or 40 new mob types that that's a lot you know and they're just little guys but like it makes a big difference especially since they do different things and you gotta you know keep watching them and uh, to see how they attack you um and then there's a whole new skill tree that like takes the original skill tree 
and then expands it to this gigantic thing. It almost reminded me of Path of Exile. Not not that expansive, but it rem- the size of it reminded me of it. And then I put here Fog of War because I haven't seen a skill tree that does this before. Um, all skill trees um, tell you that you have to spend X amount before you can go to the next tier down, right? They all do that. Spend five points before you go to the next one down. But on this one, there's a fog of war, you like over it, and you can't really see what's the next one. Oh, so cool. you, uh, yeah, you're you have to spend points in order to see the next area in one area or another. You could go right, you could go left, you don't know. So there's a little bit of luck that goes into it. Maybe like a were you ever breath. surprised by what's up there? You're like, oh, this isn't Man. what I wanted. They're all incre- incremental. Um, you know, little things. I just thought the presentation was very well done. I think ultimately it doesn't really matter because you're kind of gonna you're gonna re, you're going to reveal the whole thing. Uh, but it did add a little bit of like, ooh, what's this? You know, I thought it was nice. very cool, and I've never <laughs> seen it before. Uh, yeah, it's the best Vampire Survival game out there. Although um, Vampire Survival DLC Survivor DLC was like. 100% well received. So, yeah, uh, Deep Rock Galactic played. one's coming out soon too, hopefully. Ooh, boy. Exciting. Oh, Bobby. Um, so, I looked up the, the board game. I remember you had brought it up, the Deep Rock Galactic board game, and you decided not to back it. And it's too bad because it, you can't fucking buy that thing anywhere, dude. And it got pretty good reviews too. Mm. Yeah. It's all right. We already got a risk game lined up at DLG oh, Con. We're playing so, Risk. What kind? Dude. Have you not been in Discord? Oh, it's happening. So if anyone wants, to, if anyone's going to DLGCon and you want to be on the Risk game, we're going to start it up right at the beginning, keep it going throughout the entire duration of DLGCon. Oh, that's a good idea. World domination. Is yeah. it classic Risk, Bobby, or is it any of the uh, new maps or fancy modes? No, I think it's classic Risk. I'm not bringing the game, but we've got someone bringing the game. And uh, I got to brush up because I haven't played Risk in forever. I mean, I... I kind of remember how to play, but not really. You're so, going to get so I, fucked up, dude. You can't even beat me in Star Wars Rebellion. You think you can... Oh, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, are you a Risk I player? I am not a Risk player. I mean, I played oh, it's a not couple a hard times, game but it's not, it's, very it's, not, it's not a hard game at all, but it's just not my, my thing. I want to be at I, that I table don't... if there's a spot. I don't want to intrude, but, you know. It too people people get too into it for me. Like it it, it really becomes like a thing. That's why you stick yeah. to Warhammer. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. You got me, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm in for a more casual experience. You got me on that one. Fuck. <laughs> uh for Soulstone Survivors, the developer is doing a QA on September twelfth uh at five PM. Uh have you guys ever been to one of these dev Q&As? They're popping up all over on Discord. I always see them on, on Steam now. Um, I think it's a really interesting way to uh, get the community involved, especially if you're a small indie dev, like face-to-face. Everyone's on cam. They use the Discord stage setup, so it's one person at a time talking. Have you been to any of these? Uh, never been to one of those, no. I've attended a few of the deep rock galactic ones when they have big announcements but that's usually a twitch show and they have uh q a is only part of it they're also just showing off a lot of stuff but no this is like something that's common in discord because i remember a lot of people doing stuff like this on reddit 
Yeah, the stage channel in Discord, and then uh, the person uh, given permission to speak can just like speak to however many people are there, like twelve hundred or whatever. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of dangerous. Like you get the wrong person up there, and you know, who, who oh, knows? Oh, so what... it's actually they like give the mic to yes, the yeah, people. like like uh, like a real Q and A in like a town hall meeting or something like that. Like oh, that man. person can just speak. Yeah. I mean, yeah, is that the risk crazy. in real life too, though? Like you give that some is, rando. Though. Yeah, it's pretty risky. Anyways, I want to go to one and see it kind of go off the rails a little bit. Like, kind of, I don't really want it to see that, but I think formatively it would be good for for me to laugh at that. <laughs> formatively. Okay, Aussie <laughs> uh, okay. Mandius. It's a four X game, and before I go on, I want to pop quiz you folks. Nick, I want you to name an X in the four X. Uh, economy? No. <laughs> Emilio, I want you to name an X in the four X. Uh, expand. Ex- oh, that's pretty cl- Okay, yeah. Bobby? Explore. Explore is one, yeah. Exterminate? Exterminate is one. Uh, is expand one? I, I should have known. I should have known all the four X's, but I'm adding an X. It exploit, doesn't matter. right? Isn't oh, an economy it, is exploit? Guys, I'm adding one for extremely fast. Extremely. This is not a 4X game. This is a 5X game with the depth of a 4X game. On the Steam page, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure they say something like, it takes 1.5 hours to, to finish. And it has the depth of a Civ or like a Paradox game. And I was like, what? No, no way. Like... You can't do that. Like the depth is there. It takes a long time. You can't just pass it. Uh, no, they did it, and it's really rewarding and fun. But it's simple enough that I think anyone can play. But it still has this depth of strategy uh, that was very surprising. Uh, it has multiplayer, different maps. Uh, it has really cheap DLC, and I think it's like eleven dollars, eleven dollars Canadian, so eight or nine bucks. Um, I've been playing the shit out of this. This has been consuming my life. This is this is what risk should be, but it but it isn't. It's great and, that you're uh, conquering on a budget, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I got to stick to that household budget. But when I played this, I thought someone like like Amelia who doesn't have a lot of time to learn how to get into like a, a huge 4X game could easily play this with some friends and I think have still a pretty good time, you know? Um so the DLC looks like it's areas. It's all named after locations. You have to buy yes. DLC to expand to those areas. Well, I think it comes with 12 maps. Uh, and then the game is so cheap that I don't really mind them having this DLC with some of the new areas. I think they have like, I'm looking at it now, Aztecs. Um, yeah, this is all like European and like the Mideast area. Uh, and I guess these DLC expand those maps, which is cool. Um, Dude, you can expand your empire for one ninety nine. They had to expand their empire on the backs of slaves and blood and horses. One ninety nine seems like a fucking deal. You're, it's twenty twenty three. You know, like we're getting the best of it. We're getting the best of the world. Any interest in this, guys? You know, if we wanted to set up a multiplayer game, any interest? Going once, Come fuck on. off. You break promises. No, going twice. Three times. Uh, I, I no? might check it out. And it is multiplayer. It's co-op. Online yeah. PvP. Not co-op. Well, I mean, oh, it's PvP. last man standing. Yeah. Okay. Like I will say I like their border system. It looks kind of wibbly-wobbly. I think I like it. 
We do like a wibbly wobbly board. We <laughs> like the, the wibble wobble ones. borders. <laughs> don't, don't like those straight borders. No. Nevada, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado, you too. Yeah. If you're um, out there and you like these types of games, check out the Steam page and uh, play with me. Play with me. Please play with me. Please play with me. I do see me. you on uh, Discord playing that game a lot. So yeah. I, I figured, I was wondering when we were going to hear about it. Yeah. Christian, you think you don't have time yet right now, but once you have kids, dude, it's all gone. Get it all in while you can. Oh Get God, it dude. all in. Yeah, you're Get right. Get it all no. in. Yeah. I don't know what all in means, but I'm trying. I'm, I'll try. Yeah. I'll do try better. Is, <laughs> like, have your fun now is what I'm saying. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Where are we at? Starfield. Oh, yeah. Hey, big title. You know, it's funny. Big title um, for the guy that probably won't be able to talk too much about it. I was right. I was talking I was playing Remnant. I actually played it for like four hours. Um, oh, okay, there we go. Um, I was playing Remnant with with uh, with John, and he, I was like, "Hey, so, you know, Starfield's pretty good. You should give it a shot whenever you get some time." And he's like, "Oh, that's the one. Um, that's the one that's been in early access for like a really long time, and you know, people buy spaceships for a lot of money." I was like, "No, that's Star Citizen." He goes, "Oh, okay, Starfield, no." Don't know what it is. What? I was like, what? I was like, who are you right How now? How did you miss that one? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I was like, have you heard of Skyrim? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I was like, it's Skyrim in space. He's like, okay. I was like, all right. It's just weird, completely you know? unfazed. Just yeah, like, just uh, yeah, yeah. All right, um, cool. But that is a very accurate description. Um, Skyrim or Fallout and Fallout a little more because there's been a there was a Fallout in between uh, Skyrim and this. Um, I this is just a personal thing. I think I do enjoy the fan. I would go probably post-apocalyptic, then fantasy, and then space. Not to say I don't like space, but if I had to rank them, I'd probably put them in that order. And it's unfortunate because space is able to have such a gigantic gigantic fucking world you know just like planet after planet there's a thousand planets in this game and they're all explorable and they all have their own um they, you know uh different creatures and flora and fauna and all that stuff and, but this is not no man's sky like no man's sky um and i can't speak on no man's sky like very accurately but i generally it's like a do whatever you want at least there is some structure in this game but you can go do you can go play no man's sky in this but you cannot play starfield in no man's sky because because you're not going to get this level of fucking voice acting you're not going to get this level of writing you're not going to get this music score dude like it's the starfield is fucking millions and millions and hundreds of millions of dollars went into this thing and it shows does nick hate um, starfield sorry his face i don't, I don't hate it but what i'm gonna say is that apparently all that is shit compared to Baldur's gate when it comes to voice acting and writing oh my so, god you guys can't shut the fuck up about jesus christ but okay. no every all the writers say that and, and fucking voice actors say that the writing voice acting animation is ass like compared to Baldur's gate and other games for what they've done and for all the time that they put in, Starfield is a great game. Don't get me wrong. But as far as like comparison wise, 
and all the time that they put in, it's it's another Bethesda game. I'm you guys gonna did wait ecstasy. Sale. You Baldur's Gate folks did ecstasy, and you're never gonna get there again. So just accept it and move We're on. We're chasing please. the dragon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, chasing the gate. Um, yeah. I, I was mean, gonna, I was gonna talk about something when in regards to like uh, why you like uh, post apocalyptic or fantasy better, uh, and why the majority of people actually go with that as well. It has to do with like relativity and why. Um, like you can walk out into the forest and experience the forest or like a post-apocalyptic situation. That's way more possible for you than Mm. going out into space and like going to other, like other places. That's not to say fantasy is more possible to you, but it's more tied into like the reality you have. Yeah. And so, and so for most people, that's way more possible and way more and more relevant that's why there there are way more people that play Fallout and Skyrim than that that are playing Starfield. So I could like uh, there's some truth uh, there. I see what he's trying to say because I do do this a lot of times when I'm playing games. Uh, I'll be like, "Is that something that could happen?" You know, and like I could, I guess, potentially do all the things you could do in Skyrim minus dragons and and magic. Um, I can't do any of the things in Sky uh, in Starfield like the you know, the step one, be in space, can't do it. You know, it's very, uh, it's I think like, it makes sense. Yeah. But I don't like the data. I don't like the certainty of the data that backed up. So I looked it up. Yeah. There's 6 million total players playing Starfield. That's a record for any Bethesda launch, beating out Skyrim, Fallout 4, and Fallout 76. I mean, obviously, there's more people in the world, but take that how you will. Also, were you getting the stat? Most people like fantasy. Or post-apocalyptic over sci-fi. Where are you getting that? How? How? Do, I, where? I can. I can guarantee you that if you. Yeah. Get, if you. I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you with with logical with with any kind of if you could pull a family feud right now and you pull pull at least a hundred thousand people, the majority of people will go with fantasy and post-apocalyptic than they will with space. This God, is still your opinion, though. You're not basing that on anything that you read. And I, it is my opinion. I will. De- I will say that a wholeheartedly. But do you see how you stated your opinion as fact when you were telling when you went right before you started talking? Because I can tell. I I guarantee you it's true. I guarantee you it's true. Wow. I want to pull a hundred people now. I want to find out. Uh, I mean, we could start with the four that we have here. Oh, what a good sample size. Okay, Nick, go first. Fantasy. Hundred percent. Emilio. Uh, post-apocalyptic. Bobby, the uh, space. Oh, if we got man. anybody in You chat. just said that just to fucking you, you throw piece it. of shit. And guess what <laughs> I'm gonna say? Shit. Guess, that's fifty percent. That's fifty. You piece of shit. <laughs> Bobby's an asshole. <laughs> no, he no, did it you, too. Is that really a surprise that I would choose space? I, you know, I don't like fantasy. I know you do. That's why he changed his fucking fire. screen name to Bobby Space Zero One. <laughs> yeah, Let's, we should get a fucking we should get a Discord poll on. We should get a Discord DLG poll so you can be wrong twice, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, we'll Jesus. see. He wants a recap. <laughs> space Space is <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> now that all said, I'm enjoying the shit out of the game. I this I, game. I, I will I, put a thousand dollars. That oh, Redfall God. will outsell that will Redfall will outsell Starfield in a heartbeat. Well, we have Red some Fall? listeners. Does anyone want to take that? It's the next guy. It's the next. Oh guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I guarantee you, dude. Well, I don't think it's called Redfall, dude. Isn't Redfall isn't it? that game they just came out Red with? Keep? Yeah. 
It's yeah. Red Something. Redfall is that game they just came out with that flopped really bad. No. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it has a name, but I it has a. It has a. Uh, what do you call? Sky, Sky, just put um, Elder Scrolls Six and then yeah. Redfall. Redfall, isn't it Redfall? You might be right, but they just made a game called Red Something. Redfield. God damn, we're the worst. We're Two the years worst, ago, yeah. everyone thought Redfall was the next Elder Scrolls, ah. but it didn't make a lot of sense. That's an IGN headline from June thirteenth, twenty twenty one. What's the so. game that Bethesda just made right before this one? Uh, Redfield. Uh, Fallout 76. Fallout 76? No, maybe it's not. I mean, they made All right, never mind. Don't they never mind. We're getting in the weeds here. Yeah, we okay, are. let me talk about dollars. this game. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Buddy. All I'll right. bet you. I will bet anybody. Yeah, the next Elder Scrolls is going to outsell Starfield. Is that the bet? 100%, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would. That's... I mean, on name alone, I, I think it would. Yeah, I think so, too. I agree. Because it's a new IP as well. Um, although sales, it's hard to track sales when you're talking about uh, it's free on Game Pass. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So uh, you're you're in that neck of the woods, Chris. Can you tell us if downloads equate sales, and if those are posted, or is that secret time for Microsoft? I think it depends developer to developer and like deal to deal, like. I've heard of deals with Xbox Game Pass where it's just a lump sum, and I've heard about a lump sum plus downloads and then downloads as a separate thing. So, um, yeah, I think it just depends at the negotiating table. What do you want and what do you think you yeah. can get? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I can dig it. Oh, really quick sidebar. I try to play Exo Primal on um, Game Pass, and um, you have to sign into your Microsoft account, which you should be already because you're already on game pass and i don't know i was having trouble i couldn't play it could not play exoprimal and that cost them a download that's all i'm gonna tell them yeah one hefty chunk of a download (laughs) one meaty download yeah oh weird um anyway so back to starfield um still one of the biggest releases this year on a crazy year of releases top three i would say you know Diablo 4, um, Baldur's Gate, and Starfield. And this one you can get for $14.99, which is crazy. Or $1 if that's still out there. No, they took that away. Specifically specifically right before this game came out, the $1 for three months or the $1 for one month, I think they took it away because they knew a lot of people were going to be, which was a smart move. I would have done the same thing. Um, graphics are good, not great. There are parts that um you're like oh like especially the space parts the spaceships they look fucking amazing they look so cool um every time you talk to somebody it's a bethesda game um like chris when i say it's a bethesda game do you know what i'm talking about how many bethesda games have you played uh i've started since morrowind and i think i've played them all at least a little bit oh so you're very well you're very well versed and you haven't you haven't beaten skyrim I always, I've told this before, right? I always get distracted in the first town, become a blacksmith, and want to marry the, <laughs> want to marry the girl. I'm just like gathering my resources. I'm redecorating her home. She's like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> and making different color parchments for for, for people. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, 
this you can do that like you can completely get lot you start on a planet obviously uh, but not like a, a civilized one and i just wanted to stay there dude i just wanted to stay there and keep I, until I found the monster and then I ran from the monster and I jumped in my spaceship and took off. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And I, I, I then I was like, oh, well, I don't want to go back there. I might as well start my adventure. And that's why I started my adventure. Not because I didn't go off roaming. You know, I did try roaming and there was a big monster. You want, you want to fight big monsters. Um, yeah, so uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the music, the voice acting. I'm r- so much better than Skyrim. You know, Skyrim was like eight people trying to do a hundred voices. This is a hundred people doing a thousand voices. So, um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. And you know, I was thinking. First of all, apparently, according to, and I'm not trying to say anything political here but it's funny apparently for bethesda everybody in space is black because like the first 50 people you meet are all black all all ones that you talk to i was like oh okay that's fine but what is cool is they all have different accents and it is a metropolis and you know you do get a bunch of different accents in a metropolis and that's how it is and, and which is so different from uh from previous games yeah different different games in different games you go to a big city and you know everybody sounds the exact same because yeah, they're like trying to go first yeah. but that's not true that's not what it is you know you get a lot of different flavors when you go to a yeah. big city um but anyway so i thought it was done and i haven't seen a bad voice actor yet not only that there are some people that are so good at it i'll have you you can talk to me about whatever i'll go through all your voice lines because it's so fucking sick <laughs> dude. like i love it it's so good um that's really good um so it's very there's so much so there's the running through town there's the running through space there's the being on low gravity planets there's the flying in space there's the space combat there's the space um there's the building your own uh, spaceship there is the crafting there is the research for the crafting there is materials <sighs> There's robots, there's companions, there's um, a gazillion side quests. There's um, so many ways of combat, uh, you know, um, sniper rifles, everything. This game has everything. And so when you put everything in one, is that a, hold on. What's around? Something, something's buzzing. I don't know what it is. Um, God. It's. It gets complex. It got, it gets complex to the point where I have to look up very simple things, how to do them. Um, just like, how do I pick up things that I just mined in space? You know, just little key presses. Because I, I go through key bindings. That's usually how I find. And it's not in there. You know, not everything that you can do in the game is described in the game. And that's fine. I mean, for a game this big, I don't mind going and looking up things. Um, the... Lock picking uh, is probably the best lock picking in any Bethesda game ever. It's it's that's very, hard to beat, dude. Dude, it's very good, dude. Um, that's good. Um, you have to th- plan ahead on your lock picking. I'll just leave it at that. It's really interesting. Um, is it at, is it a is it live world lock picking? Like the world is still going around you as it's happening. 
I don't know because I usually kill everything all around me. Um, I would. Good call. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, because that's that's the one thing that people have been saying for years for Bethesda games is like, please make it live world lock picking so like someone can discover you while you're lock picking or someone like because every time you hack a terminal in Fallout or you lock pick in term and, and like Fallout or whatever I'm only using that because it's what came up before this is that like the whole world freezes right a missile could be heading towards your head and you can lock pick for an hour and you teleport on the other side of the door and and you avoid all damage so. I, I'm kind of okay with that, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I I will say that when you like hit escape and it says Starfield, like that pauses the game, which I like. Being yeah, no, 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 that's that's good. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm talking I'm about sure. like when you lock. Back. Yeah, I'm not 100. Um, percent He's trying to guard himself it's against a wasp. the wasp, dude. You got Guys, a fucking there's monkey a wasp brain. in here. Hold on, uh, go kill it. Stop right Eat now. it. Well, it Stop flying. Eat the wasp. Oh, those. Um, I'm allergic to wasps. Oh shit! Um, Are you really? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. This, that was fucking good. <laughs> this game is a uh, fucking great man. Um, I'm I'm a huge Bethesda fan. Fallout Three was my favorite game of all time until Skyrim came out. Then Skyrim was my favorite game of all time, and now it's The Witcher. Um, I do like huge deep immersive games and that's what this is and this is the best version flat out before mods that there's ever been a fully modded fallout 4 or a fully modded uh, skyrim might be better than this at launch but this is starting at a much 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 higher platform than those games did and so this in three years as long as they get enough mod support will be not even three there's already like tlss mods and there's all kinds of shit to make it look better um you know maybe in a year it's gonna be fucking incredible it it already is incredible they're just gonna you know you can customize your 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 whatever your gameplay however you want um so i do want to talk about this a little bit so uh, fast travel has been it's to the umpteenth degree you can fast travel places you haven't been Whoa. um with yeah not all of them uh, oh, okay because you need to uh upgrade your your hyperdrive basically they call it a grav drive um but yeah so you can just that's but it makes sense because it would take so long uh, one person flew to the somebody on YouTube flew to the newest the nearest star and it took seven hours. So obviously you can't do that. You have to grab jump. The space is there. Um, or oh, if you were, okay. if you're gonna run across, around the planet, how long is that gonna take? You know, you have to put this in this game. Now there are times where I'm like, I I don't want to do that. I want to run there. And so you'll mm-hmm. try it. You know, you just go for it, and you know. If it's close enough, you can do it, and and, and it is rewarding because there's all kind of crazy shit in the middle. Never have I been running through, and I've been like, I I regret taking the long route. Both of them have their one is the fast way, and the other one's the rewarding way. Like, um, I I enjoy them both. You know, it's funny um, is that I have I have two friends that are playing Starfield right now, and they're both in my D and D group. And one of them likes to play uh, Bethesda games like Stealthy and stuff like that. And he's been looking for a silencer in Starfield and he's like level 12 or whatever. 
and he's like still hasn't found one and meanwhile the other guy he likes playing a different way and he found one at like level three yeah and he's like dude how, how the fuck did you find one and it turns out that the guy who hasn't found one just keeps fast traveling everywhere and just doesn't he's like very much like a utilitarian person like he he wants to get everywhere as fast as possible get things done as fast as possible so he's skipping over things that would you know he would have been found one immediately if if he wasn't fast traveling everywhere so yeah um that, um, that speaks volumes i came up with a new theory for this game and i don't know if it's true yet but you know um there if you play bethesda games you know that you fill your pockets to the brim with whatever you can and then you sell it and that's like it's just a thing that bethesda does there's just like cabinets and drawers and look at all this shit and trying to get it you know things that cost a bunch of money so you could send it back but this time i was i told myself i was like listen self like if you just get through the game, you'll make more money playing the game than spending all that time going through all those drawers. You know what I mean? And I, I think it might be true. And I think it's kind of paying off. I only pick up anything that's like 300 times its weight. So one pound, $300. There's, I'm not going to pick anything else up for money. So I'm, yeah, dude, but you're missing out on those ingots. Mistake. You're missing out on the ingots and becoming uh, a blacksmith. Yeah. Sorry. Bobby. I, I feel like that was something that older games really pressed upon us because I'm the same way. When I play Baldur's Gate 3 or Divinity, I'm always just grabbing everything that I can possibly Pack get. Pack Yeah, but I, I don't know. I feel like games, like, they try to push you away from that a little bit now and make it not as rewarding and... I, I don't know. It's kind of a crappy way to play the game, but yeah, I just feel like old games. It was that you always had to do that. What's uh, funny okay. is I am, of course, I'm going strong guy, big stick, uh, dumb guy, big stick. And he can surprise. carry so much, and I still am sticking to this thing. You know, <laughs> like I am a pack. I'm a literal pack mule. It's and one I'm of like, the benefits of having high yeah, strength. No, I know, dude. And every know. RPG is to be able to carry way more. Like <laughs> I, I can carry like three times as much as Gale. And- I'm oh, proud dude. of you, dude. I'm proud of oh, you. And by the way, I haven't found the big stick yet. I'm still using like there's only two melee weapons. You know. It's funny. I can complain. I can be like, I like playing melee, but there's not enough melee, and there's no melee mods. I I get that I'm a, a small majority or a small playing minority. group. Like, yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna make all this shit for fucking melee characters. But yeah, I'm a melee character. I'm wearing a Marines. I, I kill. I stole a Marines um, spacesuit, and it looks so metal compared to everybody else's spacesuit, and it, it it takes more physical damage and. In case you guys somehow missed it, you can, like Legos, buy spaceship parts. Oh, people pay you in spaceship parts. Pull your spaceship apart and make so anything you cool, want. So fucking cool, dude. So it's so people fucking make cool. Ducks. <laughs> people make all kinds of shit. Yeah, whatever you want. Bobby, um, yeah. I'm really curious about your interest level on this game. At $14.99. Um, they spent $700 million making it. I would it's like not, to know your interest at fourteen ninety nine. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of forced to be interested now. <laughs> like, <am> I, I'm <laughs> interested under duress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know, guilt. man. I, I had like uh, zero interest going into this. I'm not like yeah. a huge fan of Bethesda games, um, but I, I did. I was interested to see how it would play out and see how people enjoy it. I, I don't know. I mean, it's such a large expansive game and those are it cool is. but it, it's just those usually aren't for me and i'll tell you this too bobby i remember your major complaint on skyrim was like having a hard time keeping track of what the main quest was holy mm-hmm. shit is there a lot 
uh, like, this is how you pick up a quest here in this game. No shit. And I like it. I think it's so cool. You pick it up in gossip. So you're walking by, you hear two people talking. You just just lean in, you listen for a little while, and then boop, you got a quest. Like you you're going That's off. That's amazing. Of, That's such it's a good so idea. good, dude. It's so good. And it works in it works twofold. <laughs> it works twofold. That's in a one, bunch of games. One, what? if you don't That's in it, a bunch of games. What other No, games? it's not, dude. It's you, in Baldur's Gate, you idiots. Like it, they're live talking while you walk. They're live and talking, and if oh, you're standing next to them, down. you can get shit about a game. <laughs> I'm saying you're saying it's revolutionary. It's in games before this. I think it's pretty good. Uh, I've, I haven't seen it before. I'm not it's that in far. One in one game this before this. It's in yeah. one game <laughs> from one month ago. Yeah, um, it's, in, it's definitely in other games. Um, I haven't seen it before. I've never taken note. Uh, what I like multiple things about it. One, if you don't care about side quests, you just keep running. Who cares? Two. It makes you sound. It makes you listen to more of the barks, which are kind of interesting, you know. Maybe there is no quest, but at least you listen to, you know, Susie can't get a babysitter, whatever, whatever. And then um, three, it's such an organic way. Like, how if you're new to a town, how would you? Yeah, yeah you'd fucking listen to people talking. Yeah, it's it always so felt cool. a bit uh, disjointed to ha- like talk to the innkeeper and they give you the. But now with new technology, yeah. Dude, you're set. Oh, I wanted to play this game and now I really want to play it. (laughs) So that's a major way that you get quests. Um, All right. So I'm running around town. Big monster planet took off, went to do the quest. Quest is at a gigantic metropolis. So much shit there. 100 hours worth of shit there, probably, if you were to fucking just do that one town. So much stuff. But, you know, I'm doing a bunch of quests. I'm like on my 18th quest. At the, at some point, I go, all right, I'm, I'm tired of fucking talking to people. I want to go fucking kill stuff. I want to shoot stuff. Like, I'm tired. What do I have to do in order to get in space? Literally fast travel to my spaceship, hit escape, or hit space bar for takeoff, and now I'm in space. From space, one more fast travel to wherever I want to go. Now I'm exploring a fucking alien planet with aliens on it. Literally, under a minute, if you, you're like trying to do it as fast as possible, under a minute from doing stuff you don't want to do, you could be doing things you want to do or new things you've never done before. It's You can switch it up so quick, dude. It's fucking awesome. It's so, so good. Can you do that in Baldur's Gate, Nicholas? I'm just <laughs> I got to go through so bad. Um, I, I love this game. Cool. I think it's very, very good. I'm definitely gonna play it. Uh, I'm definitely gonna. I promise I'll play it. And unlike unlike someone else, I actually will do it (laughs) instead of a fucking piece of shit. Uh, All right. uh, Yeah, I'll talk about a game that I've been playing for years. Um, I said I would test something that was a problem with the release of the new DLC, and it turns out that that problem is intended. Uh, and it's not much of a problem. It's more of a time sink now. Um, so Total War Warhammer 3 Immortal Empires is the culmination of all three games into one campaign. Um, you can play as every uh, race in the game and every um, commander in the game. Uh, every commander has a different play style. Every race has a different play style. So there's a bajillion ways to different like play the game. Um. The thing is, you get an achievement for beating the game on very hard or legendary difficulty. 
Um, you get the you get an achievement for beating it regularly, but you you get an extra one for beating it on very hard or legendary. So I did I did every single achievement for that uh, very hard or legendary for the second game, and I'm planning to do the same thing on the third one. Uh, on the last week's episode, I talked about if you try to do it on this game, it doesn't work if you achieve what is called a long a long victory, um, which normally takes between ninety to one hundred and twenty turns, which is about eight to 12 hours of playtime. Um, so I was extremely frustrated when that did not pop up when I got a long victory achieved. Um, it turns out that you have to do what is called an ultimate victory, um, which is a end of the world scenario happens and you have to do it. Um, someone suggested that you can turn off all the ultimate victories except for one, which is the easiest one to do and simply camp out where all the stuff comes out of and kill it. That actually turns out to work. Um, it kind of trivializes the ultimate victory. Uh, what it is is seven armies or eight armies come out of one settlement in the middle of the desert. All you have to do is just, I don't know, send a couple of armies out there, kill them all, um, because they're one of the easiest factions to fight against, and uh, take over the settlement, and then you win. Um, so... It's not that the biggest of deals, but if you don't know that and you're going into the game and you're trying to you know get the achievement, you definitely will be blindsided. Um, I think there should be like a middle ground. I don't think people should have to put in 90 hours to 100 hours to get some of these done. Um, there's like dominate like it'd be easier to do a domination uh, victory than it is to do some of the ultimate victory uh, conditions. Um, I would say you don't have to pick up any of the DLCs for this game to do it. Um, um, one thing that may be coming to the game that the devs are talking about and they talked about in, as a response to the DLC um, because it's been extremely poorly received is that they will be bringing some of the uh, campaign-specific mechanics from the previous campaigns into the Immortal Empires campaign. So, for example... Uh, there is a mechanic when you play as the Chaos Dwarves where you control a giant drill um, and whatever uh, one of the Chaos Dwarves factions you play, um, you get more resources whenever you control the drill and things like that. When you play in Immortal Empires, none of that happens. Um, so that just adds like more diversity and kind of uniqueness to every race. That Every race has its own unique way to play. Um, I w- I, I'm still going to be playing this game. I'm not going to be playing it nearly as much as I did the last two weeks because it because it would be impossible to do what you wanted to do originally, right? Which is beat the game with every race. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it like I did last time, where I did yeah. it all in like four months, five months. It's yeah. going to take probably a year or two. Um, it took me 14 hours to do it for one race, which is I think the easiest race to do it with. Um, so I may do like one a month but I'm not going to be like cranking it out every single fucking week. Yeah, I have other games I, to play. I'm not a dick, an addict. I just do a little bit of drugs. I just do a little bit. And then it's a little bit of work. There's, other, there's other games that play like, like Starfield and shit like that. I'm not doing an ounce a week anymore. It's an ounce a month. It's, it's fun, an ounce it's a month. It's just a bump. Dude. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> definitely wait till this game's on sale before you pick it up. If you're still thinking about it, um, Best Total War out there still. It either stopped flying or it left. I don't know. 
That's the downside of opening your window. Happy for, for you, your dude. Podcasting. I'm glad you didn't die. Remnant yeah. two. Remnant two. I haven't talked about it for a little while. Um, this is the only play- game that I play with John because why would you play anything else? Um, it is one of the best co-op experiences, especially when you know you don't know how much time you're going to have. Obviously, if I had three hours, that Baldur's Gate would be the best choice. Um, but when you have an indeterminate amount of time, uh, Remnant is always the right choice. Um, I told him, I was like, I think we're on the last level. He goes, nope, there's three more dimensions we haven't touched. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like this is the last level. And sure enough, it was the last level. And we got to the last boss. And um, what a cool last boss it was, man. Uh, you guys are watching the video, maybe? At this point, um, it 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 switches between two bosses at the same time in real time, and you are um, in a three D space. So you're playing, you're fighting two bosses in one space, and it's randomly jumping between one and the other. And if you're not careful, you'll just fall through the world because there's a hole where there wasn't a second ago before it switched, and it's very um, it discombobulates you. You don't, you know, you're sh- shooting in one place and then you have to shoot in another place and attacks are coming from different angles and it was in an unsettling boss fight. And I, I, I say that as a, cre- a credit to the to the devs. Um, you know, in these these days where you're going up against 100,000 other bosses that have been done over the years to do something... I don't know if it was original. Oh, you know what? It was like fighting phase one and phase two of a boss, which we've all done a million times at the same time. That's what it was. Ooh. And so, uh, and randomly jumping back and forth. It, it was, there's no set schedule. It wasn't like every 10 seconds. No. It was just like, oh, here's the other. Now you're not where you thought you were. And it, it's crazy when your buddy falls, you know, and you got to go pick him up. And you're running, and he's five yards away, and then all of a sudden he's fifteen yards away, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Like it feels so hopeless, you know? Um, yeah, it was it was really well done. On top of that, um, I will say, so this game is built from the ground up to be replayable. Like the whole thing is all about replayability. That what you can see that that was one of their strongest um, motivators. Uh, in, in making this game and yeah sure enough like in the story it's like no we need to reset everything if we're gonna it's the only way not to lose is to reset everything and so the story resets everything and you start at the beginning again and i think what ends up happening is like i've told you guys before you don't know what levels you're gonna get you don't know what universes you're gonna get or or yeah dimensions you don't know what dimensions you're gonna get so with any playthrough it just randomly builds it as every time you play so you're hoping you're going to get one and maybe eventually you beat all of them and then maybe you get the true ending once you beat them all so you're excited to play this with john again because it has that level of replayability yeah i don't see myself ever stopping playing this game oh, okay cool yeah. awesome yeah the top comment on that video he linked is not very flattering what's it say uh, well, it's got a lot of upvotes. It is YouTube. Yeah, it says this boss is just annoying. 
And then he goes into detail. <laughs> he goes into detail on, on why that is. It looks like it's, he says it's impossible to revive your teammate um, during the second or during phase two, even if you have the modifiers. Uh, I do want to talk about that a little bit. I would say, had I not got a particular item 20 minutes, 30 minutes before I, we fought that boss, we would have never got through the fight, especially because I made a melee build and melee build is completely useless against this last boss. So the only thing that I could do was absorb damage. I'm a tank, you know, and I got this item where if you activate it for the next three hits, instead of taking damage, you heal. Uh, I was unstoppable. I could not be killed. I could not be killed to the point where like John would die so much. Uh, I'd be like, oh, we have to start over. Because you don't get your rewards unless both people are alive when you kill the boss. Mm-hmm. So every time you know one of us dies, dies, um, the other person has to give up. And I would just stand there and just take the hits and take the hits. I was so fucking tanky. And that's all we had going for us, for me. That's all I could. I mean, I could do some damage, but compared to John, he was doing all the damage. Hola. Good night. Good night, Luna. Oh, good night. Te amo. No sé, okay, bye bye. don't know, a small child gave her dad Cerra la puerta. and said goodnight. So wholesome. Very wholesome. The best. There's only wholesome moments on this podcast. Wait, no, no, wait, no, no. Wait till Salte you get that. Sniper. It's one of the best feelings in the world. It'd be oh. worth all your free time being gone. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> be... I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Is that all for Remnant um, 2, good sir? Yeah, just the. Um, it was so casually started over. Like you start over and. None of the townspeople know the better, you know. It's just like, mm. you wish there was something. <laughs> Get yeah, yeah. Like, I wish oh, I was okay. something. Yeah. A little you should something? refer to uh, me you as save the world. They like, should I refer to me as like sir, at lord, least. lord. <laughs> Could I have like a fancy hat or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally, totally. They give you a pretty ooh. A pin. Christian's in trouble now. Ooh, oh, the door just got slammed. Oh, okay. okay, all right. Yeah, that's it for him too. Plugs and subs. Patreon. You can support us on Patreon for $5 a month. And it's a new month. So, you know, Emilio, at the end, before titties, I think it's time to shout out all the patrons again. What do you think? Yeah, we can do that if you got a list for me. Perfect. The list is in the notes, of course. What do you get for $5 on the show? A thank you from us live on the podcast. We'll say your name. I mean, that's cool, I guess. Uh, You get access to... A special channel on Discord with other people who support the show. You might get a sticker. Who knows? Uh, you also might get a t-shirt if I remember. I, I don't know that, about that. And you get the most important thing, a different color Love. name on Discord. Uh, that's like the second most important thing. But yeah, you get you also get our undying love. So go to Patreon, dlgaming.net. $5 I'm a being, month. I'm being hunted. <laughs> it's still here. <laughs> Uh, oh I just found out like literally like two minutes ago, Counter-Strike 2 is supposed to release in the next two weeks. So, interesting. Damn. Oh, soon. <sighs> How did, let, let's go around the table. Um, I, I feel like it's not going to have, well, God. I was going to say it's not going to have a crazy reception, but I think its reception is going to be more global than it is, you know, like... Uh, a lot of the numbers that we see usually um yeah like tons of russians tons of you know tons of other 
Yeah. Anybody know what I'm trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think this is. I think it's going to be one of those like uh, streamer games. Remember how like Among Us was like a big streamer game where everybody started watching Twitch again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those. Like everybody's going to be like, "Oh, did you watch like, watching Counter-Strike? Twitch again?" Yeah, you know how yeah. like Twitch has like ebb and flows of like viewership, uh, whether mm-hmm. it be like League of Legends, like World Finals or whatever. Is this something um, that happens, or is this something you feel? Nick? No, because when you when League of Legends has like big tournaments, like the viewership spikes very hard Um, same things with like counter-strike tournaments or like a big game like among us comes out or starfield any kind of big release there's always like a huge influx of twitch users subs uh all kinds of stuff so i I think the twitch viewership since 2013 (laughs) (laughs) that was quick (laughs) and uh i would disagree but it's not important at all you can Everything see Twitch Tracker, twitchtracker.com slash statistics. Twitch stats are fascinating, by the way, and you can see it all there. I mean, every business ebbs and flows, right? But Yeah, it's the whole, yeah. whole point. Um, but I think when it when it releases, like you said, it's going to be a lot more global thing because it's so fucking popular in Eastern Europe and Asia. Um, but I don't think it's going to be super huge here at all. No. I don't um, even know what the current state of Counter-Strike is right now so i i don't yeah, know i think i can tell you there's a lot there's a lot of people that are just like i'm waiting for counter-strike 2 to come out and i'm not gonna bother playing counter-strike go because counter-strike 2 is coming out like i have a lot of friends that are like i'm interested in playing counter-strike go let me in counter-strike 2 uh and i played a lot like over 400 hours of counter-strike go but i don't want to play counter-strike go anymore you know like they they want to play something new and they don't want to play any of the old shit Mm, so. take on it. Cool. All right, Bobby, who we got for uh, Subarinos here? Uh, let's see. For subs, we've got Recycled coming in at 61 months, still holding the record, leading the charge. I say this every time, but we can always tell how long we've been on Twitch because he's been subscribing since uh, the first month. Five years in a month, man. Jeez. Thank you. Long, That's long awesome. time. All right, and next up we got Biblioclasm, sixteen months, not bad. No, no, we don't get a, we, we don't get a, yeah. No, who's gonna beat that? We don't get a lot of subs, but the ones that we do, they're consistent. Yeah, we appreciate that. All right, time for listener questions. I think so. Yeah, I mean. You guys really had to think about that. I think Emilio got I mean, stung by a wasp. The question, I think the question is if Emilio is going to come back and be Sorry. alive or he's going to be needing an EpiPen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I like how he just like deadpan. No, I'm actually not allergic. It was that was a good moment. I'm reminiscing about something earlier in the – how embarrassing. Okay, please go, Bobby. All right, first question is from Zap. For Honor just got a year seven season three update, and I can't believe it. Are there any ongoing games that you're surprised are still going? Project Zomboid. Like, I can't believe that they're still updating that game. Um, is it still in early people access? are still playing it. Yeah, man. It's like the most hardcore zombie game ever. There, there are people that like run actual communities in that game, dude. It's nuts. Yeah, dude, because... Um, They're like Second Life it. It's nuts. You can... You can actually go in for the long haul. You, 
most people die in I would say 90% of people die in the first five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Uh, some people make, you know, survive for months in that game. They make a farm, they have fences, they have all these things. And you can make a community, like Nick, you were saying, like you can invite people to your community and play online and have a whole Walking Dead type, you know, thing going on. I don't know if like you get attacked by swarms periodically or how that works, but yeah. Um, uh, apparently like in the in the game mode settings like you can turn on like swarms and stuff like that like and like you know they will attack at certain times yeah but if you if you turn on like the like the normal game mode like they will just show up if you just make too much noise um i so think there's it, also there's something to do with helicopters um i think the military comes in and they're an enemy as well at some point so you got to watch out for that as well. But yeah, it's like a, it's a simulation. It's a zombie simulation. It's not, you know, an I feel arcade like, game. I feel like the fucking, like the, the entry to fucking ride in that game is so high though. Like you have to put, you have to do so much research to yeah. last longer than like three hours. Cause me and my buddy one time, we like, we, we were playing together. We we're like, all right, we're going to, we're going to fucking play this game and we're going to last longer than like two days. Yeah. Nope, we we could not nope. make it. And it yeah. We 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 ended up like joining a Discord, joining some people that actually play. Like this is the only game they play, pretty much. And they explain stuff. And essentially, with just one or two people, you can survive like maybe a week or two before the game like just crushingly will defeat. Will defeat. oh, you need like, more people, huh? You just need more people, like doing different you, things. Yeah, your characters will get tired. Your characters will become like emaciated and things like that. You cannot maintain your character to do everything you need to be able to feed. Like you will run out of food um, and things like that. Like you will starve to death. You. Oh, oh, last yep. Nick. I will say this about um, The Walking Dead and why that was a thing. Uh, the creator said that like, oh, the movie is great. What happens after the movie? And so, you know, it's something more long form. What happens after they survive? A TV show? Uh, no, the comic book originally that got adapted oh. into it. Uh, well, but yeah, like what happens forever too? What happens eight years after the zombie apocalypse? You know, like either people will be there or they won't. If they are there, there's a story to be told. So that's why The Walking Dead is a thing. And uh, I, I was a huge fan for sure. And I always play with the idea of um, of uh, reading the comics. It's like anyway, Mike is just frozen. So <laughs> super frozen, dude. In that or he had a heart attack. Standing completely still. Or is yeah. his super suit? All right. All right. So Oof. any other games that you're surprised are still ongoing? <laughs> um, yeah. Do you guys have answers? Uh, there's this... There's this game browser based, but one of the first games I played called Battle Dawn. I talked about it. A group of yeah, your team Kingdom. Oh, Builder. you were surprised to see that they were still going. I guess yeah, the original one on browser. It used to run on Flash, which I think has Flash been discontinued everywhere now. Like they've taken it off the internet. It's not a thing for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you have like, any I, websites that still support it. I needed to install something to run Battle Dawn in my browser. You know, like it's that old. It doesn't like a even flash have... emulator. Or I, I can't remember what it was. Well, they but... made those when everybody was concerned that they're getting rid of Flash. They're like, well, what about all these 
crappy games we used to play on the internet. And so, yeah, there, there's emulators out there where you can do that. Yeah, I was very surprised. And it still seems thriving. People are still paying tokens. So, yeah. Wow, okay. I mentioned a long time ago that I had played Call of Duty 1, and I, I beat it. I played through the single player, but then out of curiosity, I checked out the uh, the multiplayer, and there was like, I think, 300 people, maybe four or 500 there are hundreds of people still playing Call of Duty one, and this was that's, just no more than a few impressive. years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty Dude, cool. That's nuts. All, All right. right, we got Anybody a few questions. Nick, do you have an answer oh, to you? game? Oh, what surprised? game is still going on? Yeah, uh, I will. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. I will say one thing for For Honor. Apparently, it got better and better, but it's one of those few games that it's. Afterglow was stronger than its initial spark. Wow, that was almost poetic. Um, yeah, it, it grew into a very good game. And he's looking for a super suit again. Sorry, he's from when that game. Oh, he's gone. When that thing came out, dude, or no, when that thing got um announced, I, I was like, this trailer blew my sock. I was like, what samurais versus a uh, knights versus uh, what's the third one? <laughs> Uh, there's three factions. Oh, Vikings. I'm like, uh, historically inaccurate, but fucking <laughs> comic bookly fucking accurate, you know? It's fucking awesome, man. And um, apparently, you know, it, it didn't satisfy people when it came out, but eventually devs dialed it in, and that's why we're on season seven. And we'll never know Nick's answer, unfortunately. Yep. Welcome to Texas. We'll remain a mystery. Yeehaw. All right. Few questions from Warconius here. Now that Baldur's Gate three and Starfield are out, what kind of RPG do you prefer? Modern, modern first or third person action adventure RPGs like Starfield, Witcher three, or Outer Worlds, or the turn based CRPG of Wasteland three, Baldur's Gate three, or Pillars of Eternity? That is a tough one, dude. That is like brunettes or blondes. It's like really depends on the day and what the last one I had was. I don't know. Um, yeah, the not one can be better. I mean, there's so many levels to each one. I think, obviously, Baldur's Gate just kind of trumps them all um, just because of so much that went into it. But um, I could see myself jumping back and forth between two i never play two rpgs at once can't do it too much too much story but i could see myself playing baller's gate and starfield because there's enough action in um starfield to make it an action game if that's what you wanted to do first person shooter just straight up like fucking you know um so at least you have the option there bobby what what is your choice oh and also you also play your um your Baldur's gate friday nights is still going strong no. <laughs> oh. no, no, I've been getting home at like five o'clock from work. So yeah, uh, I have not been able to do that, but I got to get it started again as things. Well, not this Friday. Cause I'm actually working uh, somewhere else. I'm taking a day off at work so I can work somewhere else. <laughs> nice. Dude, it's it's called live life balance, Bobby. If you're not enjoying it now, you're <laughs> is, not it gonna enjoy it. Live, is it called the live life balance? <laughs> I don't know if it's called that. I don't know if it that's is. what it's called. Oh. 
No, it's not called. It's called a work life balance. <laughs> Live life balance. That's the other time. Oh, so glad you came in just in time to make fun of me. Today. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Oh, I'm the funny. fucking goblin of the podcast and make sure to uh, say wrong things. Uh, I do enjoy my work though, so I don't know. It's not terrible. I wouldn't spend so much time doing all this stuff if I didn't like it. But as far as this goes, I don't really have much of a preference because I don't know. Depends on the game, it, right? Yeah. Honestly, like it really depends on what game is better because there's good crpgs and bad ones and there's good adventure rpgs and bad ones um i do i don't know i can't pick i do enjoy both i can't pick either and uh nick doesn't have enough internet to pick between the two (laughs) crpgs and like and and between the two of them i'm gonna go with games like starfield um it's it you mean the worst game in the world nick that nobody wants to play I didn't say it was the worst game in the world. I did not say that. Um, big question, though. Why aren't you playing it? I am uh, curious. I, do, I haven't beat Baldur's Gate. I have uh, I have Armored Core to play. I have too many other things, and I'm committing to what I said at the beginning of the year, and I'm not going to buy more than fucking three games to play at a time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I have no reason to spend $70 to sit on for the next month and Guess not what? play something. This one's free. It's not fucking free. It's not Green Pass is a, a sh- Dude, a I have a little bubble of Starfield. Christian, are you going to play this? Steam. I know you haven't Star- installed it. Are you going to play it, Christian? Starfield? Yeah, yeah, since it's on Game Pass, I think I'm going to give it a whirly poo in between my games of Ozymandias. Don't get bogged down, dude. There's so much. Just, just do can't... whatever you just do whatever you think sounds like fun. That's it. I want to do the worry. ship. I love the ship designer. Like I've watched you so gotta, many videos on it. You got to make money. So if uh, 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 just talking as a novice here, good. if you do all the all the um, quests in town, you'll walk away with like a lot of credits. And I think that that's where I, literally where I am right now. I did like twenty quests, and I just got back to the uh, starport, and I'm gonna start right now. I'm like playing Legos. So nice, perfect. Yeah. All right. Final question from Morconius. A movie question. What's the one movie from your childhood, age five to seven, that really formed your tastes and you still think of today? Indiana Jones is that movie for me. Five, I mean, don't I, I don't know if we need to do five, five to seven. To seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. No, from uh, ages five to seven. Five is... You don't remember? Boy, I, I would say. E.T. was huge for me. It was gigantic. I think it was this. I don't know, Bobby. You would know better than me. If I was like nine or or eight, would that be the second release of E.T. or the first one? Do you know? For you, I think because yeah, E.T. came out like 83. Yeah, that would be the it first might, time then. Yeah, it right? might have been a little earlier than that. But yeah, E.T. was like early 80s. It was like 81, 82, or 83. Anyway, it fucked scared the living shit out of me and I, and I went to saw the theater my dad never took me to theater my dad was a workaholic uh, go figure and um, he the only reason he took me to the theater is because he did work at that theater and we had free tickets all the time we could just go whenever we wanted and we went there and it's so funny because I was so scared I could not watch the movie um 
I was kind of averting my eyes, you know. But at the same time, at the end of the movie, when guess what? E.T. phones home and he has to leave. I it was the saddest thing I'd ever seen in my whole life. So I couldn't I was bawling like a like a baby, wailing like a baby. But I didn't want to do it in front of my dad. So I kept going to the bathroom, to the men's bathroom and crying. And kids, guys were like, Are you okay? Like uh, <laughs> photo, someone hitting oh you? And I'm just crying. I'm crying. Yeah, photo. And I remember that I it happened twice. I like I was bawling in the in the stall, and I went back to the movie to try to like man up. Watch and the I rest had to of go it. Back to the bathroom and cry more, dude. That's that's, that's crazy. As fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That it, both of those. You know, I was scared of aliens for years, and then also like. I never cried like that ever. Probably maybe still until maybe when my grandma died. E.T. and my grandma dying. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Have you watched it again as an adult? No, but the the scene that always sticks with me is him lying the river when he's like out of powers and kind of dying. And he looks, (laughs) (laughs) I use that reference all the time. I'm like, dude, when somebody's having a real bad hangover, I was like, dude, you look like E.T. when they found him in the river. Like, he's, like, <laughs> yeah. he's all fucked up. Yeah. Oh, that's peak. a really touching story, dude. That's Yeah, I don't Star know if we can follow that up. Yeah, I can't I can't follow it up, but mine is Star Wars. I mean, it's really informed my taste of like books and Real just, original, Chris. Real yeah, original. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry, everyone. Um very quickly. Sorry, don't don't want to shit on your parade, but did you know that Admiral Thrawn is in the newest show? Yeah, I I Who would have guessed? Hmm. But they've included him. Yeah. I have thoughts, but we don't have to get into it here. Not Star Wars. Have you guys ever seen that movie, Prince of Egypt? Dude, you mean one of the greatest non Disney animated films of all fucking time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. One of the only good religion movies of all Wait, time. Is that the one with Mariah Carey and. Um, uh, is Mariah Carey in it? Yeah, Mariah Carey. No, yeah. The, singer. Mariah Carey and. and um, the greatest singer of our my generation. Um, Sure. Whitney Houston. Oh, they yeah, both Whitney sing together and they do a duet, dude. And Honey, it's a is Mariah record. Carey in Prince of Egypt? She is. I, and we sure, I, I'm looking at the cast and I don't see it. But anyways, not informed maybe my uh, but informed my It's not the cast, case. dude, because they did a song for it. They, she she wasn't uh, in the cast. Just just yeah. one song. Just one song. I understand. Yeah. But um, like my taste of music and like, I, I just love theater music ever since then. And I feel like a lot of not, not a lot of other people I meet, like appreciate that. And I feel like it's cause I watched that movie when I was really little. Bobby, as a film buff, um, you, you kind of, you dismiss animation a bit. Yeah. It's no. <laughs> you no, absolutely do. You never um, talk about animation. Maybe. Do I? No, I, I don't know. Dude, I watch cartoons for way too long into my adulthood like now i watched like a lot of like cartoon tv episodes but no i love that animation and i'm talking about maybe i guess i'm talking about animated movies they're not they don't rank as high as like well i mean a a lot of animated movies are made for kids so i mean they're really not that entertaining to me as an adult but there's still some really good ones out there either way um what do you think of prince of egypt do you remember it i've never even seen that movie like bro dude It's a yeah. bang. I, I watched that shit in Hebrew, in Hebrew class. Oh, nice. Wild. Nice. Yeah. Cool. 
It was good. I recently watched it. I don't think the movie holds up, but the soundtrack still like send like chills down my spine. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's like, a, memories like like that. It's the, the only story time with total flashback here. Didn't we talk about this once before on the podcast? I'm having like know. total deja vu. It it like look at us, dude. We're all excited because one, it's a good movie. I think uh, the animation was ahead of its time, and Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey did a she, duet. <laughs> They did, yeah. They did it, a duet. Yeah, they did. I looked at it. like the two, the two. Uh, who's better? Like, what's going on? The the, the ultimate. Con- no, let's work together and use our powers for one, for God, <laughs> for <laughs> <No>. God. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely one of the one of the best non Disney animated films of all time. Yeah, I agree. At uh, least for the time. I don't know if it holds up. I, Bobby, you go- want up next, or you want me to do it? Oh no, go ahead. Uh, mine was Indian in the cupboard. Uh, I didn't watch it when it came out because I was three, but that movie fucked me up as a kid when I was like six. Um, what is that? You've never seen Indian in the cupboard? I don't remember. It's about an it's Indian of... in a cupboard. Oh, great! <laughs> Jesus, is he on a motorcycle um, or is that mouse on him? Never mind. No. Uh, so the Indian in the cupboard is about a boy who has a small it's it's not a, the greatest of movies okay but when you watch it as a child it teaches yeah. you some lessons um it taught me a lot of shit that you know cultures are different obviously um and teaches you a lot of respect for things um and it does not have the best of endings uh it's a it's a kids movie it, it's a kids movie that does not have a happy ending right it deals with death it deals with a lot of other shit um, and I think that's why I didn't have a, the warmest of, resp- uh, of responses when it came out. Um, it's about a kid who has like these to- these toy cow- cowboys and Indians, right? And he has a cupboard. When he puts toys in there, they come to life. And the thing is, these toys have their own memories and they have their own experiences. And this Indian is like, I mean, Native American has his own like, you know, story. He has his own family and he misses them. And he's like, I don't want to be your fucking plaything. He's like, and so it, it discovers that like idea of like this child's wonderment and like idiocy to this Indians, I mean, this native Americans, like actual like life, life yeah. like that he perceives to have. And when you watch it as an adult, you're like, well, you don't have a life. You're a, you're a fucking, you're a plastic toy. Yeah. It's but the it, caricature of, a culture versus the uh, emotions and lived in feelings of that culture. Yeah. But it, you, you quickly learn to like, as weird as it sounds, you end up signing with the toy. Uh, Cause the kid's fucking an idiot, but <laughs> I don't always say it under, under your voice, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously the native American gets, yeah. Yeah, um, the, the tougher life, dude, for sure. If you ever got an hour and a half to kill and you want to watch a good movie, <laughs> watch Indian in the Covered. Dude, I, when I read this uh, ahead of time, I 100% thought that you were going to say um, uh, Werewolf in Paris or American Werewolf. Oh, yeah. we t- I talked about it a thousand times. You fucking know that. I had no idea. Zero. It's so funny because it's a zero on my scale because I don't remember it. And it, it's a thousand on your scale because it. You couldn't sleep for months. It was the first time I saw boobs. I saw someone get fucking their face ripped off. Dude, there's <laughs> so many highs and lows in that moment in so history. Many dude. Formative memories. <laughs> Chad was there. There's another dude that was there. My brother was there. I had to sleep on your mom's house. It smelled weird. It What's your weird, movie, dude. Bobby? Give us your movie. What's going on? Five to it's seven. It's nothing exciting. 
Um, I don't go. know. The f- <laughs> no, I I'm mean, ready. there's a ton of movies that I, I saw. Formative. Like, yeah, formative. I, I don't know. I'm just going to go with a generic one. Another Spielberg classic, Jurassic Park. Because when I saw that movie, that's when I really started to like movies, I think. Yeah. I, I had seen like other movies that had kind of formed maybe my tastes or my fears in certain ways. But like I don't know. I, Jurassic Park, I remember seeing that multiple times in the theater. Everybody at school. I remember always talking about movies with the people I went to school with, too. And that one just like, I don't know. That was like a turning point for me with movies. That's when I really liked movies. So that's kind of the one I always attribute to. And I I read the biography of uh, Spielberg, and I, I kind of got this idea that a lot of people find a lot of people will kind of like make fun of you for liking Spielberg movies because he's very schmaltzy, you know, and he really uh, plays up the um, plays up that angle, especially with kids. But I don't know. There was nothing better than like a Spielberg movie as a kid. Like he just he had that magic. You know, um, recently we were watching only the very beginning of um, whatever the third revamp of the reboot of Jurassic Park, right? The sixth movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. I think. Yeah, there's three of them now. Okay. So we're watching the first few minutes. And, you know, you're watching the the dinosaurs and they don't, like, blow your socks off. It's like, in movies, you're to the point where you, whatever you're looking at, like, it looks real. So... At a certain point, you're not impressed anymore. And um, at a certain, you know, in when Jurassic Park happened, I, I feel like it'll never happen again because you were you were convinced that that's what dinosaurs look like. Like they fucking nailed it. Like that is, oh my god, there's a dinosaur. And if you go and watch Jurassic Park now, it doesn't hold up because now you're watching on high def screen we were watching on it was built for like a low res life and um they only had to make it this believable you know what does anybody is anybody following what i'm trying to say while i'm drunk you know what i Uh, just i just experienced this day before yesterday me and leslie were watching a movie it's called the fog with jamie lee curtis oh yeah, yeah yeah and uh you know it's not it's not made to be in 4k right it, and you can see like the the pores on the guy's mm-hmm. face from having chicken pox and all this other shit. Um, but like one of the things is there's a scene where a guy gets his eyes poked out. But <laughs> um, when he's a body and he gets back up, you can clearly see that his eyes are just painted black. Yeah. But back then, all they had to do was do that because the resolution of the screens, you, you couldn't see that. So, Dude, you watch Aliens in 4K and you're like, oh, why are they playing with toys like you can see the, the toy spaceship come up to the toy planet and pick up the toy people You're like why are they playing with toys it's like it's so obvious but we had such low res screens you can't blame them because they were just making it for for the technology at the time but yeah it was a completely different thing man but dude bobby that i think in a way bobby you won because like it made you a fan of film you know yeah, in a way good. That yeah, is pretty I mean, cool. I don't know. I feel like everybody's probably got that story. It was a pretty big movie, but rightfully so. 
Yeah, rightfully Typical. so. Jesus, what a Spielberg fan answer. It made yeah. it made one of our it made one of me and Emilio's family members obsessed with dinosaurs until he was like twenty four. Who are we talking about? Jacob. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, I was gone by that. Typical. All right, what's everybody playing next week? Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. Uh, It's it's sad to say, dude, but Baldur's Gate is a retirement game for me. You know, there's no, there's no way that I could do the five-hour sessions I want to give it. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's my reason for not to. Yeah, fuck off, dude. (laughs) Sure, pal. Right. Um, I'm if someone picks up Void Crew, I might check that out. I'd be down to play that one with somebody. It's Void funny Crew. when he said someone. I also heard they were named Christian at the exact same time. Somehow, he. I mean, I'll extend the invitation to all our listeners too. But um, Christian, I'm in. definitely. If you guys do it, see, I don't have time. Never mind. We had so I'm much out. fun last time we played. <laughs> I still remember it that when I made that video of us playing All Star, and Emilio called the big laser the big lipstick. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a good memory. I would love to play it with you guys. That sounds awesome. And Nick, too? Us four? It's a four-player game? Why not? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Do you, are you a Star Trek fan at all, Nick? Uh, Leslie is, so therefore, by proxy, I am, because I have yeah. to be. All right. So. Um, and we're sending out. So, uh, speaking for Bobby, Christian. Oh, it's all right here on the screen. I can't. I don't have to go off memory. I can read it. Speaking for Bobby, Christian, Nick. I can do it backwards. Nick, Christian, and Bobby. Fucking uh, Pulsar. Last, lost colony. Titties, everybody. Bye. Oh, shit. This button is so far away. From oh, the I was going to do the fucking thing, dude. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Curdle, Ben, let's b- ride bikes. Neil Sprung, remotely here. Uh, BMN, blunt. Um, Jacob Sirungao Nasura, um, Ben Archibald, uh, Tattoo Terror, Gar- uh, Gabriel Reeve, J- Jamie Burcham, um, uh, Hingo McRingleberry, um, <laughs> Hector Zap, Adrian, Peter, Scram TX, Tom, JP Diddy, Hogglefosh, Carl, Sunken Four Life, Ben, Patrick. Smith, uh, Dustin Simmerins, uh, Longfellow, 110, Warconius, uh, Raging Cajun, Caddy B, um, Mikhail Roskorowski, um, uh, Recycled, Tagloro, uh, High Performance Group, Rubber Nuts, uh, Hazard Pay, Jan, Kegs, Pyronical, Tanner, uh, Tanner Sprangle. I don't think the, the last like six months of people are on there, dude. There's a uh, lot of new I- names. You haven't put really? up. Really? I'll yeah. go back and I'll see. I thought they were all on there. My bad. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye.